All right. I think I think this is going to be fun. All right. So doing the intro live with you. All right. So you ready to do this, Matt? I'm ready. All right. You're listening to We Used to Talk About This at Work. And today we're talking about Concrete Cowboys. I guess introductions are in order. Um, my name's Chad. My name's Matthew. Oh, Matthew. Mm. Okay, you <laughs> want people? Name. You want people to like address you like they're your parents? Oh, sorry, I didn't. Okay, my name is Matt. This, I mean, no, I should have. No. You didn't go with Chadwick, so I should have went with. Uh, I should have went with Matthew. You right? That my is, name is Matt. That is not on my legal documents. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, we are two friends, um, like many other friends around our age group, you know, in their 30s, that have decided we are so funny and interesting that we're going to make a podcast. Are we funny in it? Hmm? Oh, no. Are we funny and interested? I think so. Um, Everybody thinks that they're funny and great, and we, we, we think that too, so why not, right? Right, and plus, because, you know, topics that we normally used to talk about at work, it's hard to do it for multiple reasons. A, we do not work together anymore, and B, I guess, I'm in a totally different country right now. So, yeah, so that's, we- oh, so that's two things I kind of want to jump on real quick. So, yes, this podcast is called We Used to Talk About This at Work. And this is not a podcast of two coworkers that aren't in the same space anymore because of COVID. This is a podcast of two former coworkers who both got different jobs. They both just left left the job that they made it. So just for that clarity, I guess. And also, um, I want to make a note that uh, you left me. You, you when you you left first. And then I was so distraught and everything, I couldn't work there anymore. And I was like, I need to find my own place, my own country. I'm not going to get hurt like this again. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I did leave you. I, I left like a thief in the night. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I guess let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So um, like we said, I'm Chad. And I used to work with Matt. I want to say what we met in 2016. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we met in 2016. And, you know, I'm going to be very honest. I don't remember the early, early times of us meeting. Like, I just remember like once we were like very like jokey with each other, like those Mm -hmm. times. But like, I, I do not remember when we like actually first met. I, I remember the I remember when we first met. I remember our first conversation, I should say. Okay. Is our first conversation was you were planning or you were about to have your wedding. Okay. And um you was talking to another co-worker, uh, like giving her an invitation or something like that. And I was like, Oh, where's my invitation at? And you was like, I just met you, type of thing. And I was like, so that means. I won't be able to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's funny, oh, yeah. man. 
that's funny, man. Cause like, I think about that from time to time, not specifically what you said, but like, if we met like a year earlier, I would have asked you to be in my wedding. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, was, I always thought like, cause we, we hit it off pretty good. And it was just like, um, yeah, it's like right when I got, right when I started working there, that's when you was at like three, maybe like a couple of weeks later, that's when you got married. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not right at all. Because uh, I got married in October of 16. And, and when did that? And you guys had to have started in like March because you were like the longest, I guess, more context. Uh, just note, guys, we are terrible at telling stories. Uh, so at my last job, I was a training coordinator um so the group of trainees that matt came in on they were like the longest group that we had at the time and you guys were there so long that they were talking about just making all of us just one big team so you guys like started had that started like in march or april and you went through all like the training stuff and then you guys were still there and we were getting new trainees that's right. That's right. That's right. You should have just took a chance on me at the beginning and invited, invited this random dude to your wedding, man. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that we'd be here together, you know, five years later, like, you know, what? we're going to make a podcast together. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it. That's, that's pretty intimate for, you know, us um, middle of the road millennials, you know, that's, right. <laughs> that's like back in the day, when I mean people still do it but you know when you'd ask your friend to help you move like that's that's that level of intimacy so you know right yeah because you're not gonna ask anybody because they yes, be that, that's my your... stuff right right yeah but yeah so that yeah then I guess once since I was there on the team for so long and we just talked and and we was able to just connect on, on a different level. You like the same kind of stuff, not the same kind of stuff, but you're on the same joking level as I am on. Yeah. So, yeah. So we hit it off pretty well. Um, so that is kind of how we met. Um, we worked at the same place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, I'm Chad and I am married at this point, um, I guess. Yeah. So 2016. So October of this year will be five years married. And at this point, I have a daughter. So that may not come into play today in the stories that we will tell, but I'm going to be one of those people that just has a lot of stories to tell about their kid. And, you know, since you're listening, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to make you listen to those. Um, but to give the, the listeners a little backstory, you used to be the type that didn't want no kids. I, I didn't know. You, you were very... You was very adamantly about not wanting to get any kids. I know we was getting into it, getting into it, but um, yeah. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to create a, a good, wholesome <laughs> inter, uh, environment for the listeners, so they get so they can get the whole stories. Yes. Um, so, so what, what changed your mind? Honestly, have I actually told you the story? Mm, no, I don't think so. But also, I have a bad memory, so maybe. okay so it was literally the day that I stopped working at our last job my wife took me out to dinner 
and you know we were just eating and you know just talking like oh man like you know new adventure new job blah 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 and you know just out of nowhere she was like do you think we should have a kid and I was like yes yes I do like I, I don't know like it just it just yes let's have a kid and then a little over a year later we had a kid and um I'm not gonna be somebody that says it was the best idea in the world we've ever had like <laughs> <laughs> like was the tax money great absolutely and you know yes. Uncle Joe's giving out stimulus checks so we got a little little boost that way um <laughs> but honestly I haven't had a good night's sleep in almost a year uh my daughter does not like to sleep um so you can't see this on my setup but um she has a um like a little video monitor thing in her room and so I've uh, got my little iPad over here just dedicated to her to just make sure she's not waking up or you know just trying to climb out of her crib or anything crazy like that uh, but yeah, so I do enjoy my time with her, but she is a lot. She's a lot. And I'm so, so sleepy. I cannot tell you how badly I miss sleeping in. And I can't tell you, Matt, how much I like you as a friend to be doing this. Because right now it is 10 p.m. in America. And as you alluded to, you live in Japan. And so mm -hmm. we have a 14 hour time difference. So coordinating this is not ideal. Yes, and I would, oh, so I have a son and I would like to sympathize with you saying that the sleepless nights is, is because I didn't have to go through that. Um, I was in the military when my son was born and I got deployed couple weeks after he was born and I was deployed for seven months so by the time I came back he was always sleeping through the night he was good to go <laughs> so what I'm I never had, I don't know those troubles what I'm hearing you say is that you are a horrible person hey man this is the military life I mean <laughs> I, I, I I give all props to my wife but I yes I don't I am not familiar with those problems it's that's fair like I do sometimes want to talk to you about this stuff but I'm also like you can't relate so I'm just not going to say anything to you <laughs> you can still tell me I can pretend to relate <laughs> no it's it's like it's like talking into the wind like you hear me but it's like you don't care you you have nothing to contribute and that's fine respect but you know I'm, I'm just I'm just not gonna have those conversations with you well then we just gotta wait till she's uh sleeping through the night and after that and, so, and then I'll be able to help you out from there once she can sleep through the night then I can give you advice after that I don't know man it feels like there's no end in sight with this little one but who knows but don't worry when she wakes up and she smiles at you you forget all about that lack of sleep that is so so true that's so true <laughs> um also like um I genuinely wanted a girl because in my mind you know I could turn her against her mother and it'd be me and her against the world 
because I'm not getting put in a home when I'm old. And that's actually part of the conversation too. Like who's going to take care of us when we're old? Well, I, I, that never was crossed my mind when, we, <laughs> when I decided to have a child. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. I never, that, that, that never crossed my mind. Yeah. But, but you're good now because you got a son who, you know, will hopefully not miss you. Know, he, I feel like he'll be cool with mom, but he'd be like, I hate you, dad. And see. Actually, no, like he is on my side all the time and to the point where now the wife would like to have a girl so she could, so she won't be teamed up on it and she can have somebody on her side too. Yeah, so. but, but like my thing is this also, like your son is at this point like 45 years old, like you don't want another child. And that's the biggest thing is as much as I want a girl and everything like that, I'm just like, my son is so self-sufficient now yeah. where I don't have to do anything. I can sleep in, he can get his own food and all this stuff. And I don't have to do anything. And it's like, I, I spent almost at the point where probably like another year or so, he'd be at the point where he can stay home by himself. Then I'm going to be golden then. And I can just, then it's more like, I don't like a child, more like a buddy. Just he's, he's at home doing his thing like a roommate. And then he can <laughs> do his own thing and I ain't got to really pay attention to him. Oh gosh, I I long for those days with my daughter. Um, one day at a time, right? Yes, one day at a time. You mean I mean, and I honestly like they grow up fast, so cherish it. I know people say that a lot, but it's true because last week feels like he was in diapers, and now he's eating me out of the house and home, and it's just crazy. Just like we went to we go to McDonald's. And no lie, I get him a double quarter pounder cheese meal and a Big Mac no, sandwich. No, no. He and he eats all of that. And he's ten or eleven now. Ten. Okay. No. So he he eats everything, everything in sight. So you don't see you you good with just bottles and things right now. See, you don't want them to be growing up and stuff. I oh, mean, she's nine months now. Like she's eating solids. Oh, okay. It's not, you know, I mean, I can't give her like a chicken nugget, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) I am in Japan for two reasons. A, when I was in the military, I was stationed in Japan for six years. And I loved it in Japan. And also, when I was stationed here for those six years, I met my wife in Japan and her family's here and everything. So once I changed duty stations in the Navy and then got out, we stayed in the States. We was there for 10 years. So once Chad left me, I was so distraught and I didn't want to be at my place of business because he just had too many, too many memories. And I didn't, I couldn't deal with that. That's so I was fair. like, I just need to get out of here. That's fair. And, and, I, and like to twist the knife, like, um, you know how Facebook has those memories and stuff Mm -hmm. and so I got somebody forwarded me a memory because they were tagged in it where it's been like this week two years since I left that job and I'm like that's funny (laughs) that what what a time to start a podcast huh right (laughs) so then it was just um I just was trying to get back here just so she could see her family and everything like that and I was lucky enough to get a position and and I've been here since 
end of 2019. So the wife is happy seeing her family. My son gets to see his Japanese family. Job is job is good. So everything's working out. That's good. And you've been there. Hold up. Yeah, you've also been there two years, right? Yeah, it'll be two years in August. Right, because I left in April and you left America in August, right? Yeah. 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 So we're, we're just two quitters. And then you got to move on to bigger and better things. <laughs> so why don't you tell me what you've been up to this week, Matt? Um, I've been up to, my son has started kickboxing. So I've been doing that, had to buy pads and things like that. He's showing promise. And it's kind of got me thinking that maybe he could, he could beat you up. Well, that, and also I was thinking, how would somebody like I'm walking with my family and somebody just comes up and like rocks me in my jaw and I'm like, and I can't defend myself. And then, you know, my son and my wife will be thinking less of me this whole time. Like he's supposed to protect us. When you started talking about like walking down the street with your wife and son and you get attacked by some mugger, I started thinking like Bruce Wayne, like his origins. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you already started the young man on his, on his fight training. So. Well, the only, the the biggest problem with that scenario is you die. His parents are millionaires. Oh uh, yeah, me well, and my, me and my wife, we, we all right. You, you, <laughs> so you he, I don't know if you gonna have that, the access to the technologies and stuff like that. <laughs> you, you don't have a fat life insurance policy for him. Actually, I mean, with the military and what I do now, maybe. <laughs> That's he might, fair. He, he'll be all right. He'll be That's all right, fair. but he ain't gonna be let me uh build this cave and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> I got some equipment. Okay, so your son is doing kickboxing and insurance promise. So how long has he been in it? Um, he's been in two weeks. And also he was getting bullied at school. And he- Wait, um, wait. you say he was getting bullied? Yes, there was this kid who, I guess the bully of all the class, of all the, all of the fourth grade, basically. And I told my son to, you know, when he- if something happens to the teacher, if nothing happens, then defend yourself. So right. he, well, they got into a fisticuffs. And I told him when we got him, I was like, show me what you was doing. And he was like, swelling his, swelling his arms around and everything else like that. I was like, well, we're in Japan. I signed him up for some karate lessons. Um, but then I talked to a guy who also has a daughter here. And he was saying that karate lessons, it's going to take too long for them to actually learn and develop stuff to actually use in a real fight so he suggested kickboxing because his daughter goes there so we tried it and he showed promise and it's uh he's looking good and he really enjoys it so and he got his blocking up so and he has no he hasn't had any problems in school anymore and he says that if he does he'll know how to handle that bully okay so you heard it here for here folks matt's son is going to attack a child Yes. Yes, in full force. So, honestly, I didn't know that they were still doing bullying. Like, you know how, like, the kids are, like, really hard up on this anti-bullying stuff. I I genuinely thought that that's something that was snuffed out. No, but it's not like when I was in school where, well, also, he's only in fourth grade, but it's not about, like, oh, you 
get dirty shoes on or you're not have you don't have J's or you don't have whatever. It's more like picking on where uh I'm gonna push you down for no reason and then right. That natural yeah. boy aggression stuff. We've all been there. Yeah. Mm. But but yeah, so he does that and after that, uh, I've been watching different um, stuff on Netflix. I'm I'm really into ever since I used to never watch anime. I used to think that was nerd stuff. And <laughs> once I once I got to the only anime before I got to Japan, I watched Pokemon. If you consider that an anime, oh, I then, I mean it does come from Japan, right? So then I once I got here, I discovered an anime One Piece. And it's so, over nine nine hundred and sixty episodes long, and I love it. And then once I started watching that, I've been all into anime now. So that's kind of like my thing against like One Piece specifically. Like you have almost a thousand episodes, and there's clearly no end in sight. Like why would I watch that? Not so much like oh man, I need to watch a thousand episodes or something, but like this has no ending. Like why? Why am I gonna no, get on that it, train? It has no ending yet. Um, I feel like that's gonna be in the same realm as SpongeBob and Simpsons, where it's like we're, we're making money. Just, just, just keep going. No, apparently, if if you read the the manga, there which is I, which I haven't. You should, well, I haven't either because <laughs> you don't get the same effect with the anime. But in the manga, the manga is ahead of the anime and. It's actual like storylines and stuff like that that goes with it, but it's a uh, it's a lot. It took me eight nine months to catch up to it. Oh wait, you're you're caught up. You watch all nine hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. And then as of this week, nine sixty nine, and I watched that yesterday. So nine hundred sixty nine episodes. <clears throat> well, why though? Because it's it's good. It's so good, like it draws you in with the emotion. I'm not gonna lie. In those 969 episodes, I've cried twice. I believe you, and that's not a knock against you. I mean, it's just you've got almost a thousand tries. Like you're gonna hit something, right? Right, that's because like, with so many episodes, they had more time to build the characters, more time to invest in them, get you invested in them into their individual journeys and stuff like that. So when something big or sad happens. Is going to hit you more because you invested so many episodes with these characters. That makes sense. So let me ask this. So, you know, it's an adventure type show, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, he has a crew. I don't. Uh, I'm just. I'm just spitballing. It's, it's right. this. It's the same crew with him that's been with him since like the beginning of the series, or have yeah. they? Like, okay, so they. All right. So they've, I they've gained members. That. They've gained new members different places they have gone. Okay. Okay, I, I can respect that. And like people come and go. Yeah. And okay. then people die, like legit die, not like yeah. You thought yeah. they were dead and then they show up a couple of like people legit die. Like and... um old dude from Fast and Furious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Han. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and let me think. Also, I've been watching um, Have You Ever Snowpiercer on Netflix. Yes. Now, I, uh, when I saw you put that on the outline, I really wanted to talk about that. So, I'm assuming you're talking about the TV show. 
Yes. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay. Um, I like the movie a lot. And I like the TV show. Like, I've seen all of the first season and, like, the first episode of season two. And I'm guessing you've seen both seasons? No. I'm exactly where you're at. I've seen all of season one and the first episode of season two. Okay. So... I like the movie more because like it's just like two hours here's the story you know like mm-hmm. boom boom I'll appreciate the tv show because it like delves into the characters more but also I don't know man it's like the more tv I watch the less magical it is like you kind of feel like this is a tv moment like moments where it's like okay just kill this person and let's move on with our lives. But this actress contracted to be on the show at least until the end of the season. And so he can't die. <laughs> or so you don't think it, you don't you don't think it's part it's just part of the storyline for this person to stay longer? I I think they're just stretching it out. Like I, I will be very specific. So and also spoilers um so spoilers for at least season one uh, i forget the the redheaded little girl rj yes her so they put her on trial because also spoilers she is responsible for the serial killings on the train and she gets off but mm-hmm. and they they riot and she she gets to live and mm-hmm. i feel like that is a TV move because they're like, okay, your 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 renew your contract's been renewed for season two, so come on back, RJ. So, or their storyline purposes about why she is because if if she would have died, then mm-hmm. then they Which, wouldn't have. If, she, if RJ would have died like when she got convicted, then they wouldn't have been able to pull off at the uh, at the end about the whole. Wolford thing and bringing her up there with his son she she was a means to an end I, I just feel like we have a train full of characters why can't we just move on so yes it's, it's too many so you don't it's too many characters for you I'm not saying it's, there are a lot of characters and because the cast is so large it's not going to focus evenly on a lot of them. Yeah, that's true. Like the madam don't get a lot of TV time. Exactly. So like, I do like the show. Like I watched, and so you're in Japan, so it's both seasons are on your Netflix, right? Yes. Right. So I watched it the, so I was watching season one as it was airing last year. And then I watched the season two premiere like a few days after it premiered. And I was like, okay, I'm with it. But I just never jumped back on. Like, you, I don't you should, hate the show. You should watch episode... Well, I've I seen episode two. Yeah, we're at the I, same... Oh, you saw the second No, one. I've seen episode two. The reason I bring this up is this is the first time I've ever seen they had a warning before the show. Interesting. About suicide. Oh. Okay. So yeah, and I watched it. It's 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 um 
kind of things. How do I want to say this? <laughs> the, the, the suicide part was not the part that got to me. It's what happened after the suicide. That was like, yikes. Can I guess? Uh, Is it cannibalism? No. <laughs> no. It's, well, let me tell you, you want to be surprised. I'm not watching it. And I'm sorry if somebody's listening to this that wants to watch Snowpiercer season two, episode two. You can, well, uh, you can, you can cover your ears for 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 seconds. So person kills himself in the bathtub with the bad guy and the guy's in the bathtub with him. So blood is, he's sitting in the tub with the guy's blood and the dog comes up in the bathtub and starts drinking up, licking up the water, the bathtub water with the blood in it. And I was like, all that's, right. That's pretty disgusting. Yes. Yes. But besides that, I, I think it's a good show. But also it is kind of, it is a long, I'm not used to always having 45 minute episode shows. So it is time, kind of time for someone. What are you watching that's a half an hour besides, I guess the only thing you've been watching the last year is One Piece, huh? Yeah, all my anime ain't 45 minutes. So oh, that's true. So I, also, I also started watching Vikings and that's like 45 minutes too. Okay. So, okay, wait, I don't know. I haven't been in the States in two years. So all like shows like that are 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, they have one hour blocks because it's on TV with commercials, but yeah. Okay. Um, so what do you watch with your wife? If Usually movies or um, we used to watch One Piece together. Then she ventured off on her own and I kept going. Okay. But usually just if I say, hey, like this is a good show, she'll check it out. But usually she likes her Japanese drama, her Korean dramas. We don't really watch a only thing we don't watch a lot of TV shows together. We only watch like we only watch movies. Gotcha. So we watch the King Kong, Godzilla movie together, things like that. We'll watch, but usually TV shows we're on our own. Okay. Separate but equal. <laughs> I'm I'm speechless. Um, okay. I I was curious about that, which are comment about show length. Um, so tell me about Vikings. Vikings basically it was, I started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and that's about Vikings <laughs> then then I found this and I was like oh wow they, they talk about the same thing and I didn't know Vikings dealt with the gods of like Loki, Odin and Thor yeah Norse and, Nordic and yes. such and it's a good show too it's basically about Vikings coming from um, trying to sail to the west to England and raid and riot and pillage and stuff like that but it's it doesn't show nudity and stuff like i don't know i've never i, I don't think, watch game of thrones i think it's I, a I, history channel show or a and e it's like a basic cable show and i'm not okay. saying i'm not knocking it i'm just saying like so that's why it's not going to be the level of a game of thrones with the nudity and it's going to have gore and stuff because it's it's american but you know yeah, so that's what it is. It has a gore, but it, there's no nudity or anything like that. And it's just with same thing with that and um, Snowpiercer. It's good, but it's like 45 minutes per episode. So only watch one episode a day at that. And it's just time consuming. So I haven't been, I watched the first season of that. And I still, I'm, I'm waiting till I finish Snowpiercer to, to start season two. So I just looked it up. There's six seasons of this show. Damn. Like, what? Season six has 20 episodes? Like, how many episodes in season? What is happening here? 
10. There's usually 10 episodes. Maybe season six is the last season. I can't speak to this because I've never seen it, but that's a lot of episodes for one season. Hopefully, towards the end, they're not just doing things just to do them and it all still oh, makes sense. Oh, I thought, I thought that was okay. It's okay when Snowpiercer does it, huh? We only on season, you were talking about on season one. This is season six of that. <laughs> you already want new development off season one. So, okay, I'm, I'm looking at the dates and there there was a split between season, uh, split between the first 10 episodes. And I'm assuming the last 10 episodes were on a streaming service because the release date is the same day, December 30th. Okay. So that's on Netflix over there too? Yes. Interesting. It's so interesting, like how different Netflixes are in other countries. Get yourself a VPN and then you can you can do watch anything and everything. We're not gonna talk about that because we're we're waiting on our VPN sponsorship. You right. So. Uh Nord Nordstrom? Nord what Nord Nord VPN. Yeah, Nord VPN. Uh email us. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm playing for me is Kingdom Hearts. So um, I am a big Disney fan, but I didn't have a PS2. Um, and Kingdom Hearts started on the PlayStation 2. So basically, it is a mesh of Final Fantasy characters and scenarios with like Disney characters and Disney worlds. So some dark entity is coming and just consuming worlds. And so Mickey Mouse and Goofy, they're looking for Mickey Mouse. Wait, did I say that? Donald Duck. Donald Duck and Goofy. I don't know what yeah. I just said. Uh, <laughs> they're looking for Mickey Mouse and they find this kid named Sora who's like basically an orphan from a world that was like consumed. And so they're going around like to different worlds, like Aladdin's world or Alice in Wonderland world. And they're fighting like the dark creatures that's trying to take over those worlds and seal off these doorways in which the dark creatures are coming to their worlds. So my biggest issue with Kingdom Hearts is that that game came out in 2002. Uh -huh. So I'm playing it on my PS5, but it's the PS4 version. And all they did was just slightly upgrade the graphics uh -huh. the biggest issue i have well i got two one are the controls so i don't know why but like the x button is attack and the circle button is jump and that's just that's just yes. yeah yeah that's not right at all no absolutely not uh, and then my other issue is that, so the game would be like, hey, we need to go talk to so-and-so on in this town. And you're like, okay. And that that had happened in a cutscene. And the cutscene ends, and you're like, I, wait, I was supposed to talk to who, where? And like, there's no like objective menu or objective <laughs> screen. And so, so you gotta figure, you go, hope you wrote it, hope, hope you wrote it down. <laughs> right. So it's like, I feel like back in the day, you know, when we were kids and we'd play a game, like a story game, and we like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. This game is stupid. I'm gonna turn this off because we didn't know what to do. And we mm -hmm. weren't about to spend $20 on a guide. Mm -hmm. 
like it's giving me flashbacks to that like thankfully now I could click on YouTube and I could I, I have access to hundreds of videos of people playing the game with and without commentary uh-huh. so like I'm <laughs> thankful for that but I'm just like it's annoying because it's like I'm with this game but like you you're doing stuff like that where I'm like I don't want to get mad at you because this is something that's like almost 20 years old, but I also want to get mad at you because this is not the first remake of this game. This is the second one because this same game came out on PS3 and now I'm playing the <laughs> PS4 version and you did not incorporate that into the game. Like, why can't I change the controls? Like, you right, know that, I- that's, that's something <laughs> easy that every game has. You just change the controls. <laughs> and so what I ended up having to do is I had to go into the PlayStation's accessibility settings and I mm-hmm. had to remap my, my, my actual controller to the whole system. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Just to fix their mistake. So every time I want to like start the game, I got to hit um, square instead of X. And it's dumb. <laughs> so it's kind of like going playing from like playing on the Switch. They're playing on oh the PlayStation. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you ended up like exiting out of stuff like you were. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I am enjoying Kingdom Hearts. Um, I beat the I beat Kingdom Hearts one today. I was been I was playing it for about three weeks now. And um, so how familiar are you with the series? Not at all. Your okay. example of what the game is is that is my knowledge of it. <laughs> So it's very famous for being convoluted because people talk about how there are like a lot of filler games in the series, but Mm -hmm. technically there aren't. So the pack that I have, I have the Kingdom Hearts all-in-one package, which has 10 of the 11 console Kingdom Hearts games. Um, Damn, has it been that many? Yeah, like the 11th just came out like late last year. So the problem with this series is you would think that the, so you got Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, and then you've got like, uh, let's see, you got Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. And like, so some of those other games like came out on GameCube and the PSP. (laughs) <laughs> and so you would think, and like they aren't all like straightforward, like how I describe, like kind of like Zelda, where it's like you know action, like live action, like click, you know, hit the button and then he swings. Like mm-hmm. one of them is a card based game where like you can't like straight up attack people. You have to collect cards, and that's how you fight people, like Yu Gi Oh style <laughs> almost. And the problem is like every single game continues the story, so. In the timeline, it is Kingdom Hearts 1, the card game, and then Kingdom Hearts 2. So if I skip that that middle game that came out on GameCube, I'm sorry, Game Boy, and just go straight to Kingdom Hearts 2, I'm not going to understand the story. Well, you, well, you started a podcast, you might as well start a Twitch too, and then <laughs> just go through it all. So no, I'm just going to be raggedy, because like even though Kingdom Hearts 1 is supposed to be the game that is you can understand the most like they already lost me like I, I got like 30 hours into the game they lost me like at hour 15 so like i'm skipping those cutscenes, and i'm just here to fight stuff 
in Disney World. <laughs> like I'm like, yep, I'm just kicking it with Aladdin. You know, we got <laughs> we got Genie over here. I'm finding some bad guys and let's go. Like I I you don't. You could probably find something online to give you the no I the have. story part with it. I have, and I'm like, no, none of this makes sense. It's like time travel. Like it's like it's like unnecessarily convoluted. Like you, you got heartless. You got shadow people. Like there's clones of people. It's too much, Matt. It's too much. All right. But, you, but you're still gonna play the game though, right? Because I love Disney. <laughs> All right. So today we're gonna talk about the 2020 Netflix movie Concrete Cowboys. Yo. There's a horse in your house. Oh, that's you right here. I ain't staying here. All right. Once you step out, that door stays locked till morning. The description is, in this drama inspired by the real-life Fletcher Street stables, 15-year-old Cole, played by Caleb McLaughlin, is taken to live with his estranged father, Hart played by Idris Elba in North Philadelphia. There he discovers the city's vibrant urban cowboy subculture, which has existed for more than 100 years, providing a safe haven for the neighborhood despite the surrounding poverty, violence, and encroachment of gentrification. So my thoughts, now I didn't read any of that when I watched the movie. So I was coming off of blank. So as I watched it and my thoughts was it, first thing that caught me was at the very end and how they the real cowboys oh, were oh yeah. actually i apologize for cutting you up so um uh, we aren't doing like a non-spoiler segment like on this show it, when we talk about the movie at hand we're just coming out swinging oh i was <laughs> okay <laughs> let, let, let the viewers know hey y'all had time y'all read the description before you downloaded this you should have saw that what we was talking about exactly but yeah, so at the end, they explained to how the characters in the movie were the actual cowboys. And I was like, wow, I don't know these people can act. But <laughs> like, they could. So I thought they was real actors and everything. I know they was actually the cowboy. Right. But, and then I saw that it was a real story. So of course, like, after, after almost anything I do, after I watch something, I go to Wikipedia to see how much is true and what's not true and everything else like that. So then I seen how yes they had that this is true and how there's different places like this across the u.s which is crazy to think right like i remember like so i grew up in like the city city in in st louis and mm -hmm. i remember like at times like you know just just seeing some black person around a horse and i'm like oh okay that that is the <laughs> thing you're doing sir okay <laughs> right so it, it's crazy but the movie itself I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, there were some kind of um, questions I had during it, but like minor questions. I wish they would have, they explained to how Caleb was getting in trouble and everything like that, but like they didn't really explain like why or what he was doing, just that he was getting in trouble. So I'm like, am I supposed to go off the reason why he was getting in trouble because he had a single mother? Was he in the gangs? Like, they didn't really go into what, why was he doing the things he was doing? That's interesting that your mind went there. So, like, the movie opens and it's all voiceover. And there, some person at the school is explaining to his mom that um, 
um, Cole got into a fight and they called the police. And that really kind of resonated with me because, you know, so just so that, you know, we can get really heavy on the very first episode about how he got into a fight at school. Like, who among us has not had some sort of your son? Your son got into a fight at school, right? And he, at least to me, he looks more Black than Asian. And depending on where he would have gone to school if he still lived in America, if he would have gotten into a fight with some other kid, the police probably would have been called because like, it's just kind of a unfortunate thing about, you know, Black kids. They cannot show any kind of aggression because it's just going to be escalated to the, you know, to the police. So mm-hmm. Cole was probably not a super bad kid, but like maybe he had some problems and maybe he needed somebody to talk to. I'm not going to crap on his single working mother or anything like that. And I'm not saying you were either. No, but... I'm saying like, yeah, they didn't give no explanation of why, or like you said, was it, could, was it just a thing where, you know, he was getting bullied, so he fought. Right. And this is the reason why is it do it because he was a bully in doing this. It's like they didn't really give an explanation of why he was getting trouble. And like, I'm guessing like that's the whole point is like, you know, so many black kids and it's not just black boys. It's not even black people. So many kids in, you know, lower income areas just get, you know, profiled and like just swept up and you know just put in a box of like okay you are aggressive you are a problem it's only a matter of time before you are just spending most of your life in jail let's escalate that so I just saw it really like a you know fresh prince a reverse fresh prince where you know bad things were going to happen not saying that he was going to be the cause of it but like the end result would have been either prison or death for him Mm-hmm. And his mom was like, you need something that I cannot provide. So right. I, I feel like the why really doesn't matter because even I don't think his mom even cared why she just did not want her son to die. Well, I think she knew why, because she said this is not the first time this has happened. She said that we so many times that she has to talk to the police, talk to the principal, tell them that he knows better. And then that's when she's done this multiple times in multiple schools. And then she's like, now I, um, I, you don't even, I know you don't know better because you keep doing it. So that's fair. That's fair. So, but yeah. So also, um, I, I just want to slide in there. I like how hard um, Caleb was trying to look in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it was weird watching him like that because you know i know him from stranger things he's a nice guy in stranger things right he's one of the good ones as they would say yes what's your thoughts was about uh method man's acting so here is something funny i'm stupid because in my notes i wrote red man like red man red man like i was reading my notes uh, <laughs> before we recorded and i'm like oh wow i am i am terrible <laughs> um what i you think know about- you know you know they're about to do a versus right oh red man versus 
Method, Method Man. Man, yeah. Why? I think next week. Okay, here's my question, though. With these verses, why is it people just sitting down listening to their own music? Well, it's not. They performing it. Okay, so I've seen some verses uh-huh. where people are just listening to their own stuff. Well, yeah, sometimes they do, and then they usually tell a story about like how they wrote it and everything like that. It's really it's mainly just for us the the fans nostalgia. Oh, I remember this song and this and every and for them they're gonna they're uh, once they do verses their catalog gets spins or whatever because people go back and download it and stuff like that. So it's kind of like nostalgia and um and that's the thing it, it kind of changed over the time because it verse it was supposed to be this person versus that person so for like when nelly and Ludacris did theirs it was okay people were okay this song ne- uh, nelly did okay Ludacris did this song which one's better it was like a battle now it's more like we're about to just listen to these to these people do it right so yeah uh, what's but, your question? What do I think of his acting or what I think of his character? What about me? Uh, I was saying his acting. It was solid. I have, a follow-up, I have a follow-up question after that. Everybody was solid in the movie. Like, I... <laughs> I have, like, one comment about acting. But beyond that, like, the acting was very good. Like, I don't... I feel like they had a good director to be like, okay, I need you to do this. They took the time with the people to just make sure that they got what was needed for the scene. Because uh-huh. I know he's trying to bulk up because he wants to be Bishop in the Marvel movies. Really? Yes. I did not know this. Do yes. you know how old he is? No. I don't either. I was hoping you did um he was born in 1971 so he's 50 okay but yeah like on his ig the picture that was posted they were he 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 big now like he been in the gym and so he did he could pull off bishop i could see it just give him a wig and go for it so i hope he hope he does get that chance it's just he's old now though Man, you get makeup and prosthetics. It's all well, about acting. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, the 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 amount of movies you can churn out with them. And it's like Marvel, they're like, okay, we're going to make a movie with this character in, like, five years. So, right. yeah. Right. That's true. A lot, a lot of future mm-hmm. notice. But good luck to them. So your your thoughts on the movie? Um, Like you said, I thought it was good. I really liked how authentic it seemed to Philly. Yeah. Where they even use like the the Philly slang and stuff. I didn't um, know you were familiar with Philadelphia slang. I, I wasn't until I was listening to a, another podcast and they was talking about this one girl. She's from Philly and the different terms that they use. And that's why I learned it. Like John <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, um, isn't, a, isn't a John a person that picks up prostitutes? No. It's not like John, like the name, like John. I don't know. It's hard. It's it's hard to explain, but I I just picked it up that that was like the Philly slang. Okay. And, but overall, I I thought it was a real good one. Idris did his part. Like with him, it's always it's always weird because I know him from the Wire and everything. Oh, and when I see him in interviews, I'm like, ah, oh, he is English. 
it's it's always it's always a trip every time I see him speak in real life, and I'm like, oh, that's right, he is English. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, overall, I like the movie. Like, if I were to rate it, I'd give it a four out of five. Um, it was a predictable story. Yes. And I wish they could have shaken something up with it, like 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 half half Caleb died at the end or something. Like I'm not saying he should have died, but like something so that this doesn't feel like a run of the mill like young boy gets dumped dumped on his father's footstep uh, doorstep, and you know his father helps him become a man. Like shake it up. Um. I, yeah, there was it, it's yeah, it was very predictable. The his friend that's bad, bad things happen to exactly. He gets the girl. Um does he? He she kissed him. I mean, she she kissed him, but and, I mean I want to assume she she taught him how to rock, stand up with a horse. So I figured they a thing. But also, let's back up a second. How old is she? I don't think I was able to find that, but he is under 18. Yes. And so if she is not, that's um that's not okay. Maybe they get different rules in um in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh her name was Isha. And yeah, this is like her only credit. Um, but yeah, so I my my biggest thing, like my biggest takeaway from this, is that I wish that it would have been a documentary. Like, there's an extremely interesting story to tell about the whitewashing of cowboys and the origins of the term cowboys and urban, you know, horse stables. Like, that is a really interesting story that I feel like is somewhat diminished because of this um, this movie. Like, I guess we should give credit to the movie was based off the book Ghetto Cowboy. Yes, yes, yes. Look by Jesse Joshua Watson. So if you want to pick it up, you know where to do that. I do, I do a little bit of research, a little bit. I see, I see. <laughs> but no, because I read the first um, stuff they had available for the Ghetto Cowboy book. And I think the Ghetto Cowboy book would be better than the movie because just like all books, it's going to give you more information. And in like the first scene about the whole school thing, it is it does it gives you from his point of view. Okay. So he's talking about he's like he could tell that his mother's yelling or angry, and this is a different kind of angry and stuff like that. For the first page that I read, I was able to find. Okay. So maybe the maybe the the book will be a better choice and give you what you need. And you know how. Hollywood takes a, takes a book and, you know, make it nice wrap up. Maybe in the book, it, you get your fatal ending that you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it. I just wanted something <laughs> different. But like genuinely, I would rather just like my absolute favorite part of the movie and the part that I got emotional on is the ending during the credits when they were actually talking to the real, you know, cowboys, the real concrete yes. cowboys. Or yes. just hearing their stories and like the one guy I was talking about, like he's, I, I think he says he's in his 50s or maybe his late 40s or something like that. And mm -hmm. he's never had any convictions because he had the hard stables to keep him on the straight and narrow. And yes. that is an interesting story. And I want that story 
in a documentary. All right. So yeah. So that has been our first episode. Um, we want to thank you so much for listening to the end. I had fun. Did you have fun, Matt? I enjoyed myself. And yeah. I hope the listeners enjoyed themselves. <laughs> yes, this is all reflective. You're holding up a mirror on them, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so we will be back next week. Um, I don't want to say what we're watching next time. Not that it's a big surprise, but like if we got to make it like a quick about face, I don't want it like, I don't want to pin us down to anything. Right. Let it be a surprise. But yeah, so I had fun. Matt had fun. This was not a total disaster. Um, hopefully this recorded. Um I <laughs> well, it didn't record. <laughs> then we had a fun conversation between us. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully we'll we'll um we won't see you next time, but you'll hear us next time. And um thank you for listening. Goodbye. All right. Like, subscribe, oh, write a yeah. review, do all that kind of stuff that people said in the podcast. Yep. At the at the time of this recording, we're not on anything. But by the time you, <laughs> but by the time you listen to it, we'll be on something because that's how you're listening to it. That's that inception thinking right there. Right. So yeah, do all that stuff. Give us five stars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're out. Bye. Bye.